Uh, but now, more important things, uh, guys, have to stop thinking about food. Yep. More important things now. Uh, we've got Jack Levi on the phone right now from the Australian Institute of Comedy to talk about a really awesome fundraiser that's coming up. How are you going, Jack? Yeah, going well, Ross. Going well. And also, uh, my alter ego is Elliot Goblet. So that's Ooh. probably a, no- a name that's better known to your listeners than Jack Levi. But you're talking to Jack anyway. Yeah, no, I'm great, mate. Okay, great. So just the first question right off the bat, um, and I'm talking talking to a few people today about that. I was talking to someone from the Australian Institute of Comedy, and they were a bit confused and kind of wondering uh, what, is, what it is. What is the Australian Institute of Comedy? Well, it's a... It's a group of people that really uh, uh, with a main aim to find a home for a fantastic collection of comedy resources, books, recordings, memorabilia, etc. Um, there's a, a guy called Pete Crofts has donated uh, a collection rated uh, that's valued at about $2 million and it's probably arguably the biggest comedy collection in the world and it's got to find a home instead of being in a storage place that it is at the moment. So the, the, the main aim of the Australian Institute of Comedy is to find a home for this fantastic collection. So so what's the history of the Australian Institute of Comedy? When did it come to when did it come to be? Oh look about uh, four years ago I think we we had a group of people having meetings, but it's really accelerated in the last six months with incorporation and um, and the organising of this fundraiser. Etc. Etc. So we're really kicking goals. Initially, it was um, a matter of getting the comedy memorabilia uh, into a, a safe place, and then looking around for potential homes for it. We've had some interest regionally and within Melbourne, but um, it's only now that we're starting to kick a few goals and uh, get moving. So Jack Chavez here. Um, just wondering, you're talking about finding a home for all of this memorabilia is that yep. is that the museum yeah it would be the museum yeah yeah mm. the mu- that would be the museum and um and it's all donated by pete croft's comedy guru pete croft who used to be an, a stand-up comedian himself and he's got an amazing collection he's got he's got uh, three thousand vinyl records plus cds of course etc uh, the only book written in Australia on the psychology of laughter, written in 1933 and signed by the author Ralph Pittington. Um, the Comedy Encyclopedia, The Argument of Laughter, which I've got myself, 1943, D.H. Munro. So he's got some classic books. Yeah. And, uh, and I used to go to comedy festivals with Pete Crofts, and he would always collect flyers and brochures, etc. Um, so, you know... If people, when people go to the museum once it's set up, they can see a flyer that might represent uh, Judith Lucy's first comedy festival gig and compare that with her latest comedy festival gig mm. and see how she shifted from a small venue to a large venue. And, and, mm. and with similar artists, they can do the same. So they can really track the progress of a lot of our great comedy stars. Yeah. So real quick question. You, you were saying there about the, the books about the psychology of laughter and things like that. In this museum... Um, are these items that, you know, punters that want to go in and check out the books, are they allowed to touch the books and, and read through them, or are they going to be more like more behind glass? I think we're going to digitise the books. I mean, they could probably see them, but they will digitise them so that people can actually read them online. Okay, so in this yeah. sense, 
um, especially with the digitizing of things like that. Why is it so important to places like the Australian Institute of Comedy to preserve important things from Australia's comedy past? Well, I think we've got to preserve the comedy past. I, I just think it, it'd be tragic to let all this stuff get thrown out. Um, you know, it, it, there's so much to educate young people. You know, they can look at, they can see the, a study of the history of Australian comedy. It's largely Australian comedy with them overseas, obviously. Um, they can play games. It's, it's more of a museum. It's more of a comedy centre, the way I see it. Um, they can, they can inter yeah. They, they, there's comedy games they can play. They can actually watch performers because we're going to have a performing space. We're also going to have an air, uh, we're going to have uh, some corporate education, comedy education and training services, so people can learn how to use humour to relieve stress and uh, and when they give talks. So it's an education as well as as something to to of a tourist attraction. It'll be a big tourist attraction, actually. Oh, well, fan yeah. Fantastic. So with, with things like that, um, why is this museum and, and comedy so important for Australia's future as well? Because I think we need to preserve the past. Um, mm. it, we've got this best humour collection in the world. Um, really, it should be displayed. And I've got a lot of fantastic uh, memorabilia and posters and newspaper clippings etc that are hidden away in dark places they ought to be exposed and shared with the public and I know other comedians like Rodney Rood have got so much he'd like to put on display and there'll be real huge stars like Barry Humphreys and Paul Hogan that'll have they'll be donating things as well so that so that people can actually see some of what they've done yeah. So it really sounds like you're making sort of a hub for the for the comedy community. And before the show, we were sort of wondering, like, like, what is a comedy museum? Do you just have some taxidermy comedians and, <laughs> and you know, a stage and try and recreate old performances or something? But it really sounds well, like it's, it's a lot more than a museum. Yeah, it is. It's a lot more than a museum. But, you know, the taxidermy idea is a good one. I like it. <laughs> We could uh, we could have Paul Logan, uh, Paul Logan stuffed. Yeah, that <laughs> would be, be funny. Yeah. That'd be lovely. So with yeah. with this with the, with this museum, where is it going to be situated? Well, like I said, we've got some interest from regional areas and also from metro areas. So we've yet to decide which way we go. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but we have got interest from mm. a couple of regional areas and a couple of metro areas. So that's good that there's interest. Mm. And so hopefully with this fundraiser night coming up, yep. which is very soon, very, very exciting, um, you'll raise some funds for that. What are, your, what are your goals for the amount of money you're going to try to take in for that? Because actually, funny story, uh, Sin's going through a fundraiser at the moment as well. Ah, uh, we're, we're trying to collect funds as well, so we understand the story. We know what it's like. Um, what's, yeah, what's the goal for the fundraiser? Look, we're, we're talking about a million dollars, but mm -hmm. we, we would be doing that slowly. This fundraiser will raise some money, but it also, more importantly, it'll, it'll, it'll be a statement of, that we are here, you know, so that by making a bit of noise about this fundraiser, like this interview, for example, mm -hmm. and other interviews I've done on AW and ABC, you know, we're actually saying, hey, we're here, and mm -hmm. also we're hoping to attract some people at the fundraiser. We mm -hmm. will attract some. 
who are potentially big donors. So once yeah. they see that this event is on and get impressed with the whole thing mm. by the entertainment and by the, the talks from myself and Charles Gavess, who's the chairman, once they're impressed by that, they might put their hands in their pockets and, and donate $100,000, for example. Yeah, you know? because you, you yeah. guys are auctioning things off as well, which I found quite interesting, um, which the, the flyer said, unusual items. Uh, is it is it fair to um, you know give away some of the cool things you guys will be auctioning off as well? Yeah, um, yes. Well, a couple of things. One is um, lunch or dinner for four people with my myself at Reva, which is where the event is mm-hmm. at Reva on the St Kilda Marina. Um, so they the whoever wins. Or bids the for the highest for that auction item would get um, would be able to have uh, dinner or lunch for four people with myself, and they just pay for their drinks, not their food. So they can eat a lot of food and not pay for that. And uh, so there'd be five of us enjoying that meal. Uh, uh, similarly, there'd be an auction item for Brian Nan Curvis, who's the MC, uh, where you can the highest bidder can bring their group, have their group. Join Brian Nan Curves for a meal somewhere, or for, for a lunch. He wants it to be a lunch somewhere. Can be at a home or it can be at a venue, and they have his company. So that group could be five people, could be ten people. Um, mm. So that's a novel auction item too. And also there's some Elliot Goblet memorabilia, or sorry, merchandise that'll be auctioned off. I've got a pack of that, and there's some other really interesting items. There's a Geelong signed footy jumper oh, okay. by a couple of stars at Geelong. So there you are. there's another one. Um, but there are other interesting items that I won't divulge, but if people go, they will see them. <laughs> okay, great. Well, so if you want to get Geelong jumper or yeah. a lunch, well, yeah, with the dinner with you, would that be with you or your alter ego, Elliot? No, it'll be with me, Jack oh, Levine. Okay, okay. I'll crack a few jokes so they'll, they'll get a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> So definitely, definitely come down to the show. Uh, the show is on the is it the twenty fifth of October? Yeah, that's right. This Wednesday, the twenty fifth. Yep. And uh, it's at Reva from seven till eleven. Great. Um, Finger Foods provided for the entry fee, and uh, they buy and pick them buy drinks. But they'll be entertained by not only Brian Nankervis, the MC, but also Limo, who's a very funny mm-hmm. comedian. So we got yes. two great stars of comedy. Right. I'll give a little talk. Charles Gavis will give a little talk. It's a fantastic night. Right. Um, and they can book... It's the Australian Institute of Comedy is our uh, the name of our, our organisation and of course they can book through Try Booking. Okay. So, yep. Great. Okay. What, what we'll do is that we'll, we'll throw a link up on the Facebook page, on the Injoke Facebook page. The fans who are really interested in coming down, you just right. look up the Facebook page and find us there but thank you so much Jack for talking uh, with us about the show yeah. um, we'll come on down hopefully bid, bid on that on that uh, dinner with you so we can <laughs> win win a dinner well you bid for it yeah absolutely yeah, <laughs> try right. try our hardest yeah. to bid for it yeah. <laughs> alright <laughs> uh, thank you so much for coming on the show Jack it's been, it's been lovely cheers Jack great talking to you thanks a lot